I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. What's going on, everybody? Good morning. Welcome in to Follow the Money. I, I, if you're expecting the voice of Mitch Moss or Polly Howard this morning, I'm sure this high-pitched tone sounded a little bit odd. Stormy Tony with you alongside Sean King filling in for the guys today. How you doing, Sean? It's been I'm a while since I've seen you. So good to see you. Missed your face. Yeah, we kind of like vacation, you know, doing different things in the summer. You don't see each other as much, but it's a pleasure. Welcome back. Thank you. How was Birmingham? It was nice. Yes, I was out uh, covering the World Games in Birmingham, Alabama, which for anybody who's never heard of that, it's um, it's like sports that are auditioning to get into the Olympics at some point or sports that were previously in the Olympics trying to get back. So a ton of really, really unique stuff I got to cover, including a bunch of like drone racing canopy piloting have you ever heard of sumo wrestling was probably my favorite thing that i got to do it was really fun you're such a star like you're all (laughs) over the place like did you get any of the barbecue in birmingham and if so can i get a report yes excellent uh saw's barbecue was one of my favorite places that i got out there also eugene's hot chicken i went through a mad fried chicken phase while I was out there every day. I probably, I probably got something. It's fried. Yes. Fried chicken. I had hot means spicy. Yes. Okay. But you can get variations. Of course. I also, anybody that knows me knows that, um, one thing that I really, really miss about living here in Las Vegas versus on the East coast and out in the South Bojangles. Okay. It is my favorite fast food restaurant in the land. Matt Humans, you and I need to talk about raising them in your fast food rankings. I can't handle this. Their Cajun filet chicken biscuit is like game over. It's amazing. And I, I got it in the airport for my layover I on saw my way the picture. home. <laughs> I saw the picture. It's amazing. Like in certain places in this country, like it has a cult following. Like people swear by Bojangles. I just like the name. I don't know if I'm that familiar with the menu, but hey, the way people talk about it, I'll take your word for it. So yeah. you're, you're giving it an A grade. Absolutely. Okay. And sweet tea is dynamite, let me tell you. Um, another thing that was was dynamite was I was feeling good last night cashing in on the AL and the under winning in the All-Star game. But you're giving me the side eye already because well, I know you're on the other end it, of things. Here's, here's what I thought, Stormy. As a former professional athlete, that pride would kick in. Like when somebody's kicked your butt for eight years, I mean, you would think that, okay, we want to try and win this. But here's where I knew I had, I had the wrong side. Uh, I think it might have been like the first or second inning. Manny Machado was up to bat. 
And he hit a ball that if he actually runs, it's not a double play. And they threw him out, and he wasn't halfway to first base. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm on the wrong side. Yeah, sometimes it just happens. And then it seemed like none of the National League players were mic'd up. It seemed like all of the live commentary was all American League guys. I did think that was pretty cool, though. It was awesome. Just in general that we got that insight. I I love that kind of thing, getting into the players' minds. Or Alec Manoa on the hill. How fast am I throwing, guys? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He was like, oh, man. Maybe maybe I'll loosen up in a second. He was phenomenal. Uh, Giancarlo and Judge were awesome. But it was almost like the National League said, no, we don't want to do it. So if anybody missed out, this is how things played out yesterday. Is a 3-2 win for the American League. Uh, ninth straight win in the Midsummer Classic, as Sean referenced. Uh, second most consecutive wins in All-Star Game history, which I thought was interesting. Um, but yeah, they just the National League jumped on Shane McClanahan early. They put up two runs in the first, and then that was all she wrote. A uh, three-run fourth for the American side of things. Giancarlo Stanton turned the game. He and Byron Buxton going back-to-back homers off Tony Gonsolin. Um, and, and Stanton, with that two-run shot, ends up winning MVP as well. So cash those tickets if you got the plus 950 at Bet Rivers. I was really, really happy, actually, even though, because I didn't, I wasn't heavily invested in, in this game from a financial well, standpoint. how can you be, right. though, right? But I was happy because I was coaching at USF when Shane was playing there. And so I was like, oh, my God, they're, they're I mean, this is his first time in the All-Star game. I mean, they're hitting him like he, he's pitching underhand. So I was actually glad that they kind of came back and got the lead. I was hoping that the NL would find a way to win it. But something that came out of this, Gonsolin got rocked. Yes. Specifically by the Yankees' bats. Now, I know Buxton hit one as well, but it made me think I'm kind of like probably selling a little Dodger stock. And I know it was probably a huge overreaction, but a little bit. I, I know. Just <laughs> Tony uh, Gonsolin is one of 10 players in MLB history to begin a season with 17 starts without taking a loss naturally, and he loses this game. And I guess it's probably a little re- pettiness on my part because I had him in his last start against the Cardinals, and he was throwing underhand. And then I had him in the All-Star game with the National League, and every pitcher the National League had pitched excellent except him. He came in throwing underhand. So it's probably a little pettiness on my part, but at the same time, your home field, your chance in front of a lot of your own fans, you would think that, you know, you'd excel in that situation. But hats off to the American League. They find a way to get this thing done. Sandy Alcantara is the real deal. I mean, in a game where every, like, big-time pitcher in baseball was present and pitched for the most part, he just looks different. I felt like I was watching Michael Jordan on a basketball court. or, or You know, he, everybody's good, but Jordan just looked different. Like, Sandy just looks different. What did you think of Albert Pujols and what's, you I know, his it. last All-Star I loved game? It. You know how special it is for an athlete that's been an elite player for a long time, but also a great guy, you know, by, by a lot of people's, I don't know him personally, but, but when people talk about him, they really like him, to be able to participate and have your family participate and your kids be old enough to understand what's going on and, and really soak it in. I mean, that was really special. I was so happy that he, he made it to the second round of the home run derby. And, and man, heck of a... Not without controversy, right, but right. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But, you know, most guys at this age, you know, they're somewhere with dip in their mouth, you know, figuring out, <laughs> you know, what I'm going to do. So the fact that he's still able to compete, you know, I, I think that's awesome. And, and the, the family part is really big. Because a lot of times as an athlete, if your kids are around when you play, they're really young. Like very, very few athletes get to the point where they're still at the top levels of the game and their kids are of age where they can really like experience, understand it, and enjoy it. So hats off, hat tip to Albert Pujols. What do your kids say about your playing days? So they weren't born. Right. Yes, my oldest is 12. So, like, so do they not believe you? No, they see it. Like they look at the uh, the tapes and stuff, and then they see how, you know, people always are asking me. So, so they get that part. But it would have been different if they would have been there for Monday Night Football versus the Rams or, you know, the, the Super Bowl or the playoffs. You know, they're, they're, so, so having his family there, that, that's really special. Yeah, like my dad never got to that level, but he played baseball back in the day. And even as a little kid, um, I would bring – those newspaper clippings and stuff right. to, 
those show and tell right. things this every is my time. Dad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. My kids this do is that my dad. Cool He's too, a, yeah. super cool. So yeah, they're proud of you. But that's so that's interesting though, how it is so different when you can share in that with your friends and family. Eleven time All Star, three time MVP for Albert Pujols. World Series wins. He's done it all. Um, a sure Hall of Famer. It's really, really cool to see his career the way that it is played. But okay, from a betting standpoint, now that the All-Star game's over, like what are we supposed to do with our hands? I feel like Ricky Bobby and Talladega Knights. Like what am I supposed to do here? Because there's nothing to actively bet on right now. What do you wish? What From a sports standpoint, what sport do you wish could take over this day, which is the slowest betting active sports day in the land? Well, you wish that the three major professional sports, baseball, basketball, football, would set the schedules so that one of them was still going on. Like, I always feel like the NBA starts too soon. Like, I feel like the NBA should push the start of their season back a couple months so that the first half of their season in playing, you know, stepbrother to the NFL. And then if they pushed it back and baseball pushed it back slightly, you know, we'd have a different scenario. But I get baseball and what they're doing. But if I ran MLS, I would make it so that our playoffs would be starting right about now. And I'd go out of my way, no matter how much money I had to spend from a marketing standpoint to make people know that our playoffs were starting and how and try and showcase the human side of, of certain players that are interesting and entertaining and make them the face of the league and see if I could, you know, create some new interest from people that, that don't particularly follow soccer. Well, and soccer is such a global sport. And I was going to say this time of year, if there's the Olympics or the World Cup, like that's usually what gets fans involved in sports in July. But with MLS specifically, we know soccer is this global sport. I've never fully understood why the U.S. hasn't embraced it completely the way that other countries have, because it seems like there's a lot of opportunity. It's interesting because when you look at the games, and I don't watch MLS, but occasionally I'll be flipping the channels, it looks like they draw really well. Like certain teams, like you, you 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 turn the game on and the stands are full. But I'll be honest, I don't know if I could name one MLS player currently. Yeah. So so maybe it's on that side. They haven't figured out how to engage and captivate, you know, people that follow the major sports that maybe aren't as in tune with who who the best thirteen year old soccer player is in America. And, and so you're not. You know, we already know pretty much who's going to be the top five NBA picks next year. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's you, all it's right. all about branding your sport, right. right, and getting more people on board and getting to know them younger as well. Like you said, one hundred percent. We have a great show on tap, by the way. These three hours going to be jam packed with lots of great stuff. Looking ahead to futures in the NFL, college basketball coming up. Um, at 8 a.m. Eastern, Bill Bender, the sport, Sporting News National College football writer, talking all things, uh, the landscape of college football, which is chaos, as you know, but SEC Media Day is going on right now. Get you a lot of the sound that's been there. And then at the end of our three hours, Larry Boa, former MLB manager, um, talked through not only all the all-star events, but looking ahead to the second half, teams to buy in on or maybe stay away from. So got a, got a good show on tap today. Lots of MLB, NFL, college football, and the like, Sean. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm fired up. And maybe we need this time just to get ready for college and NFL football. Yes, that's exactly it. Just get your mind right, people. This first hour of Follow the Money presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Don't go anywhere. Win some, lose some. Coming up here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Win some, lose some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at betrivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. And we're back with everybody's favorite segment. Win some, lose some. Stormy Bond and Tony and Sean King with you. Let's go to the win some first. And this is all MLB All-Star Game Edition. But the American League win some, beating the National League 3-2, their ninth straight win. 21st in the last 25 All-Star Games that the American League has come through. Sean and Giancarlo Stanton, your MVP, cashing 13-1. to I mean, the Yankees just keep collecting awards. Is this their year? I mean, Jeter's documentary, docu-series, the captain started say, hey, maybe it's just a good time to be a Yankee. It is. I've been following them closely. They have been cashing a lot of tickets for me this year. Love me them pinstripes. First team to score National League cashed in at plus 117. Mookie Betts. See, there's your love for the Dodgers opening the scoring with an RBA single in the first <laughs> inning. Yeah. I'm glad they got those hits in the first. They might have gotten no note. Yeah, uh, speaking of first to two runs, the NL did get it done at even money in the first inning. First to three runs, however, we know that went to the other side. The American League pulling off those three runs at the top of the fourth. The under comes through. Uh, it was the total of eight, bet down to seven and a half, 13 and three to the under the last 16 All-Star games. Yeah, I guess you get these elite pitchers and I know they only have to pitch one inning. So I guess advantage pitching. Seems to be first three National League takes that one. First five, the American League. I think that we're sensing a little bit of a trend here. But let's get to some of the tweets and videos. What do we have here today to get us going? All right. There is a Manti Teo documentary episode coming out on Netflix soon. Did you know about this? I did not. Not until I got to work today. But I think they missed it. The title of this has to be The Original Catfish. Well, you've seen that those untold, the different things that they have, right, right. on the Netflix series. I am so excited for this one. I am a Notre Dame fan like your guy, Tim Murray, here, um, your co-host on the you Nightcap. Are you elitist? Oh, come on now. I'm not one of the. I'm just, I love me some Notre Dame, and I actually have a Manti Teo jersey. He was one really? of my favorite players. And I'm so interested to see how they go through that saga. This is an absolute win some. I'm so... Dustin put it in the right category. I'm pumped. Yeah. I mean, if you need a couple dollars, then let them do this. Otherwise, ah, I'm good. I don't want to relive the worst, lowest point of my life. I mean, maybe if you're Manti. But I mean, he was really walking around like in yeah. a fake situation. It was heartbreaking with the, the grandma passing away. Yeah. Everything with Linnea Kukua. Apparently, though, the person that was acting as her is going to do interviews in this as well. Okay. I am, I am pumped. What else we got here? Mike Leach broke out the khakis. <laughs> he looks so uncomfortable. Wore my finest pants for media day today. <laughs> he looks so uncomfortable. He just looks like one of those guys who wants to untuck his shirt. Everything about Mike Leach is uncomfortable, but that's what makes him awesome. Did you see the, the necktie talk that he had as well? I did not. So he was talking about how he looked uncomfortable wearing a necktie. Shocking. And he was trying to, like, loosen it up. He said, whoever made these is the worst. Said, you know what I'm actually going to do is I'm going to start using these as napkins. So, you know, you eat, <laughs> you eat some fried chicken, you wipe it off with the necktie. Pat he it must down like that. must get the memo because I don't, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I don't think Saban or Kirby or Lane had on ties. They just had on suits with the, the, the top button loose on the shirt. 
Saban had a tie. Did he? Yeah. Okay. I saw. Um, you know, he's just trying to be professional. I this is you. also the same. Be you, Leach. Be, Lu- be you. Don't let him change you. The same man who, in a post-game interview after a massive win, was talking about how much he hates candy corn. So I don't know why we are expecting anything different out of this guy, but I absolutely love it. Okay, where's the dogs? We got dog videos today. All right, we're on a football field. Frisbee being thrown down Ooh. the. Past the 50-yard line. He's going. He's still going. Pay dirt. What? Is that real or is that like one of those Michael Vick deals where he threw the ball out of the, the stadium? I mean, that dog was moving. That's sign incredible. Him up. What is this for? In the words of my guy, Sean Merriam, sign, sign him up, man. For real, though. I is mean, this like a 90-yard bomb? Legitimate. I'm impressed with Hats the frisbee off to the frisbee strength. thrower, too. Yeah. Yes, It just absolutely. looks like it starts at night and then, like, turns daytime <laughs> and then goes back to night. But Wow. Ooh, I... And he was kind of stunned on him a little bit. You saw, like, the look over his shoulder? Like, I got this. I wish I was as good at anything as that dog is at catching a yeah, frisbee. Pretty special. Somebody help pretty me out. Pretty special dog. All right, let's turn it over to the lose-some and, yeah, the American League run line. This was a bet I loved, actually, too. I didn't pull the trigger, thankfully, but six of the last eight wins that they've had in the All-Star game were run line. Doesn't come through for the people. They tried. They tried. But uh, really, I mean, outside of the third inning when Gosselin was, was – well, not third, fourth inning, I think it was, when Gosselin was pitching underhand, they didn't do much at the plate either. Yeah. I mean, this game was dominated by the pitching, but I guess most yeah. Major League All-Star games are. Yep, and that's – they say, what's that old adage, right? Great pitching beats great hitting. The over seven and a half runs doesn't come through despite the two run first with the National League, which – also leads us National League to score first and win. Right. Two to one. That would have been nice. That would have been lovely. I mean, I had National League first five, first three game, run line, alternate run line. My guy. And I hit the first three. That was it. Ouch. It was not significant amounts. I just wanted to yeah, be. Yeah, but. That was the only way I was going to watch. Yeah, better. I was at my bowling league watching on a small, like, 24-inch screen in the corner <laughs> as I'm out here trying to throw some strikes, baby. Any hooser. I love also on the loose some the uniforms. What did you think about those? I thought it was cool. You know, people you are always did? trying to, like, do something unique and different. I don't think they made enough of a big deal about the cleats. Man, there were some truly, truly tremendous baseball cleats. I think Pujols had, like, you know, some kind of red Avenger-looking deals that had Pujols on. I mean, there were some unbelievable cleats. They should have focused more on the shoes. See, I just like that. I know that the obviously Manfred thought it was clunky to have all the different players out there on the field in their different uniforms, but I liked it. You know, I mean, why are the colors gold and black? Well, that has <laughs> nothing to do with any team in baseball, with anything about baseball. But it kind of makes it a collector's. I just because mm, it's so different, so unique. I think it would be. It would be cool for that standpoint, but in this setting, I just didn't care for it. I don't know. Not my thing. Let's go to the videos. Lose some videos. Juan Soto flew commercial wow. to the home run derby the after be the ashamed Nationals of refused a charter flight. He won anyway. And, and also, Juan, stop being so cheap. I mean, it's not like Washington to L.A. is like an hour flight. Like, come on, big fella. Spend a couple dollars. Well, and here's the thing, though. He's not alone because, as you see here in this tweet from Front Office Sports, uh, the A's lone starter, Paul Blackburn, he booked a flight commercial as well. But, hey, the Astros came through and said, you can come with us. You yeah. can, we'll get you a charter. Can, Don't you worry. Can the A's just get to Vegas, please, so we, we can re re rebrand this Vegas organization because it's not like, like that, a, a, a charter flight from or a private flight from Oakland to LA is that expensive I mean it's just you know what an hour flight maybe maybe a little bit longer come on Oakland just give us the A's okay we want them send them to Vegas thank you it's funny that this came up and not that relatable but working for the Golden Knights previously and being on their charter made me so bougie that now when I fly for college football and I am in like the regular seats I'm so sad <laughs> uh, man look once you go private it's days. hard to go through TSA after that right? I'm just gonna tell you you just pull right up to yeah. the parking lot walk on the plane show your ID good to go Miss those days. Uh, all right. Keep it going. Video. Oh, oh, he's biting bunny. Oh, no. I thought golden retrievers were supposed to be nice. This is a golden retriever just absolutely dominating this poor Easter bunny mascot man. Ah, to the face. Yeah, I think it's protecting something or someone. 
Or he's got a really rough way of saying I, I love you. Yeah, maybe just scared. Maybe there's a little kid around or something. Because, you know, kids are scared of those yeah, mascot some of things them are. every now and then. Oof. In this last video, though, I hear something that has to do with Lane Kiffin. <laughs> so I haven't seen this video yet. I'm very interested as to what it is. It's something about his daughter. So let's roll this this Lane Kiffin video if we can. Um, when you tell your dad how much you spent you at Zara. Wrestling? No. How much was it? I don't know. 721. <laughs> That's <stop. laughs> I know you're $721. Have you ever had an incident like that? Well, first of all, no. The car would have got declined. <laughs> um, but come on, Lane. I mean, your salary's public knowledge. Come on. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. expensive, though. Yeah, but I mean, how often is he even home? Mm. I mean, that's the one thing about that profession. You're never home. Don't act like I your pulse is hurting. I really like, though, that he checked the pulse. Yeah, that What's was happening? Funny. That What's was happening? Funny. That was funny. <laughs> Win some, lose some, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book, where you can claim your 100% first deposit match bonus now with code 250MATCH. Learn more at betrivers.com. That was great. I love the videos. Can I just do that? Can we do that all show long? Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out what was going on with the golden retriever, but nobody knows what it means, but it's provocative. Gets the people going. <laughs> okay, when we come back here in just a little bit, we are going to get back to some Major League Baseball talk because Juan Soto, who we mentioned there with regards to the charter flight, also turned down a major deal, $440 million dollars. And what does that mean for his future? All that and more in just a little bit. Remember, everybody, the VEASAN Summer Special is here for just $19. Get everything VEASAN has to offer from now through the end of July. Sign up today at VEASAN.com. Follow the money on VEASAN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are city casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcast. Stormy Bonantoni and Sean King in for the guys. Welcome back to Follow the Money. Uh, we're only six months removed from Washington Nationals general manager Mike Rizzo making the proclamation declaring that they had no intention of trading Juan Soto and oh how the turntables as they would say in the office that um that Juan Soto turns down this massive contract 15 years 440 million dollars and now they're open to trade talks it's it's a weird situation but I guess understandable from Juan Soto's side of things that He's not going to be making the average annual value that he feels that he deserves. And the Nationals aren't the team that he won a World Series with. Yeah, this is interesting because I'm generally not a proponent of doing these super long deals. Just because the TV money has such a high ceiling that what looks like legitimate compensation in 2022 may look like peanuts. Mm -hmm. In 2026, but if you're under contract until 2037, you know, you're what are we talking? You know, a lot of things can change in between now and then. At the same time, 400 million is a lot of money. That's a lot of money. I think this is more about Juan Soto wanting to have a chance to win baseball games, to not be a part of a rebuild. A lot of people don't realize he was actually a part of the Nats uh, World Series team, so he's seen success in Major League Baseball. So I get it. Um, I, I'm fascinated to see what the market for him is. Like, is there a team willing to leverage, like, basically their future to get a guy that probably would still be their future because of him only being 23 years old? So this is going to be exciting. You know, when you look at the trade deadline and what could potentially happen between now and August the 2nd, I mean – Juan Soto, Shohei Itani, uh, Louis Castillo, who pitched excellent in the All-Star game from the Reds, uh, Montas from the A's. You know, I, I mean, it could be some, 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 some real big names and big impact players, you know, moving, you know, around it in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned that World Series win for the Nationals in 2019. They haven't had a winning season since. 
here in the first half of the year, they're what, 31 and 63? Like, it's not. It's not going great. My co-host on the nightcap is a, a, a D.C. area guy, and his play of the year was Nationals under their win total. And well, looking looking good yeah. there, Tim. Well, well done. And that's a good reminder, though. The nightcap weekday nights from mm-hmm. 7 to 10 Pacific. Make sure you check it out. You and Tim do a great job and all the personality on display all <laughs> night long. This has got to be a weird setting for you, by the way, just not having action on every TV screen. I love listening to the nightcap because you and Tim just are going at it with your cigar bets, <laughs> having a full-blown conversation and dodging the conversation because, oh, we got struck out. He got struck out. It's really exciting when you're winning. I mean, it could be abysmal <laughs> when everything's going the wrong way, but I mean, we try and have fun. You know, uh, the environment here, if you haven't been to Circa in downtown Vegas, is really spectacular. And uh, Derek Stevens, who owns the place, he's on the show every Friday. A lot of times, if there's some celebrity or something, they'll duck in and we'll, we'll have like an unexpected guest. So, I mean, we, we have a good time. Yeah, you never know who's going to show up here on the desk. Um, but I'm, I'm like the dog from Up, Squirrel, changing that conversation. But we'll go back to Juan Soto here and the Nationals because. Um, there obviously is a market for on some of these offshore books where he's going to land next. The Mets are the favorite four to one. I saw you and Dave Ross talking to Bobby Valentine, former MLB manager yesterday, uh, now TV analyst with Valley Sports West, talking about how the Mets might be getting creative. Um, adding him to their offense would do great things, especially in division, though. But that's the that's the thing that's stands out to me is the in-division portion of it. That would be really difficult And I didn't mind. think about that until uh, you mentioned it, but also we uh, I read it, you know, I think earlier this morning. They probably won't trade him to the Mets or the Braves because they're in the division. So I mean, those teams will try, right. no doubt. But. Yeah, and it's fascinating because I'm a person that's kind of been advocating, I think now is the time to buy the San Diego Padres. You know, Musgrave was in the All-Star game. He's been excellent. You Darvish has been really good. You know, Rodgers is an excellent closer. They're going to get Fernando Tatis back at some point. And if you think you can, you know, get to the playoffs and have, you know, Manny Machado, Fernando Tatis, and Juan Soto, you know, with with those two guys, you know, leading the rotation in Darvish and Musgrave, I mean, I want to say that the Padres are like, what, maybe 18-1 to in that area right now to win the World Series. So a lot of value there. You know, actually 22 to 1, you know, at, at Bet Rivers. So that number would drop significantly if Tatis is back and they traded for Soto. So it's almost like you have to, you know, have some kind of, you know, leap of faith. But I think I'm going to make the play. I, I, I well, think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump on the Padres and then hope that Tatis comes back and picks up where he left off. And they're the team that wins the one Soto sweeps. Well, and they, I mean, you think if you go from him being with Josh Bell and Nelson Cruz to suddenly being with Fernando Tatis Jr. and Manny Machado. Like, that's a pretty nice upgrade there. Um, And, yeah, I was reading a lot of different stuff just about the Padres in general and how that could be a potential fit because they have the organizational depth. They have the financial capability, the, the title ambitions. It's just kind of what does that trade look like in order for them to go ahead and get them. But Buster Olney of ESPN said very similar things. The first team that came to his mind for Juan Soto was the San Diego Padres, called them very motivated. He said they have a need. They have a really good team, but they need offense, and that Soto could be that fit. Yeah, and it gives Soto what are you, it seems like he's looking for, a chance to compete. And value in the the Juan Soto market, 12-1 to 1 odds out there. Ooh, for the Padres? For the Padres, wow. yeah. And, you know, the scary. Padres have a relationship with Circa. If you ever watch the uh, Padres mm. games, the Circa banner goes behind home plate. So maybe we can convince Derek to <laughs> fly us to a couple uh, private, by the way, uh, San Diego Padre games. Sign me up. I, uh, I went to college in San Diego. Love that town. My prom was on top of the Western Metal building out there in left field. So memes. Um, as of right now, Juan Soto is just focusing on baseball. That's what... He has to say, but he made some comments uh, All-Star Weekend as well about what's going on with him potentially in the future and where he sits. I don't know. I haven't I haven't talked to anybody to tell me how that changed or what was the mindset, but definitely, it's like you say, they, a couple of weeks ago they were saying they will never train me, and now they, all these things he came out. Uh, feels really uncomfortable. You don't know what to trust, but at the end of the day, uh, it's, it's out of my hands of what decision they made.
out of his hands for now. Uh, what, the craziest part about all this is that he's just 23 years old. I know. He's, we think of him as being so good for so long. He's 23 years old. Yeah, him and Julio Rodriguez. Uh, yeah. You know, both you know, babies, you know, at least when you're my age, you can look at them and say they're babies, but he's gone. I mean, the minute that he probably didn't even realize that his peers flew private to the All-Star game and the home run derby. The minute that I got there and the Nationals put me on a commercial flight, well, I'm out, Stormy. I'm not even playing anymore today, trade me. I'm going to go back and be like, you know, my back's tight, you know, for the home run derby. Oh, come on. Oh, absolutely. I'm out of there. Yeah, all the, I'm he's gone. Not gonna, he's not going to Ben Simmons this thing. Oh, no, not Ben Simmons. <laughs> I'm not trying to sit out the year. I'm just, the trade deadline's August 2nd. What are we sitting yeah. at? July, what is it? 20th. 20th? Today. Yes. I mean, get this deal done. I will be interested, though, um, later on at the end of the hour when we talk to Mr. Boa, like, when's the last time that you can think of somebody who's this talented with this kind of a track record being available via trade in this situation so young? Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, how is, is Correa? I know he was free agent, though. He went in the offseason, so it didn't happen like trade deadline. I'm trying to think trade deadline. So 27. He's 20, so, yeah. Yeah, he's still on older. the higher end. I don't know. I don't feel like the, the, the Rays probably would be involved in something like this. Uh, but even if you think like the Blake Snell type guys, they, they were older. You know, Price was older than 23 when he left. I'm just thinking a trade of this magnitude, yeah. like the money that he's going to get because people, like, he's going to get paid. Right. We know this. But then he's looking at Mike Trout, you know, who when the Mike Trout deal was made, you know, he thought the Angels were going to be this legacy, you know, type of team, and they haven't been. And he sees Trout's there, even though he's making money, he looks unhappy. You know, Angels don't look to have a shot. So you know, hopefully if he ends up with the Padres, because I'm going to make a Padres to win the uh, American League or the uh, National League and the Padres to win the uh, World Series bet today. I like it. I had a good Padres bet last year, and then they just absolutely like a cookie and milk yeah, crumbled, crumbled before my very eyes. I was emotional. But we'll get into that um, talk a little bit more with Larry Boa again at the end of the show today. Bill Bender still coming up um, at the top of the next hour. But when we come back, NFL training camps are about to get underway. And while I know Sean is still very spicy about some Madden ratings, we have some <laughs> edge rushers that we're going to look at their potential props and what their Madden ratings are. Are you okay with that? Are, are I'm we fine. good? I'm fine. You'll allow it? Yeah, Just allow this it. time. Quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go anywhere. More follow the money coming up here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook serving up big wins with our new weekly profit boost on all tennis wagers. Visit BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app every Wednesday to receive a 20% profit boost on any tennis wager. That's right, log in every Wednesday and automatically receive 20% profit boost. And now you can even live stream your favorite tennis players right from the Bet Rivers app. Heat up your summer with the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app. It's a whole new game. Stormy Bonantoni and Sean King filling in for the guys as we welcome you back to follow the money and NFL training camp right around the corner for a number of teams. Super excited to get things underway next week. First preseason game, just 15 days away. And Sean, with the return of football also comes the return of the Madden rating system. I know that yesterday you and Dave had a very lengthy conversation about your feelings about these ratings. How are you? Today is a new day. How are we feeling? It's still bogus. (laughs) Like, I mean, after what we did at Tulane, how did I have a 75 as a rookie? It's garbage. And that's ridiculous. Then I played my best year, and in the year three, my rating dropped. Like, come on, man, get out of here. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's just wrong. I love that we have your ratings year by year on the screen, though. Right. Well, it's a good thing that I actually have them, but it's really frustrating that they're not accurate. But I do like the Madden cover, so I'm going to get that. I might make that my Twitter avi. Yeah, I think I might do that. Yeah. All right. I like the Madden cover this year. John Madden, of course, the legend since past. Great um, guy, by the way. He was still broadcasting when I got into the NFL. So yeah. I got a chance. He called a couple of our games. Good dude. That's really cool. Yeah, good to have dude. that voice attached to a memory of yours is yeah. amazing. It is. It is. And it's, it's weird because when you look back at, at certain things that transpired, I knew he was big time. But I didn't appreciate how big time he was because I didn't know the backstory. So again, in '99 when I was drafted, you couldn't text from your cell phone. Like you had to carry with this thing a Motorola two-way. So like the technology wasn't what it was. It was Google might have been a thing then, but it wasn't like known. Like you still had dial-up internet connections. So I mean, I just didn't understand the history of him being the head coach of the Raiders, him going into broadcasting, being afraid to fly, driving. Yeah. So I didn't know all of that, you know, but I knew John Madden was, of course, but I didn't know the full backstory. No, the, Otherwise, the legendary bug. Yeah, come on. I'd have got him to sign some stuff for me. You know, I'd have took some <laughs> pictures with him. Like, I was tripping. Well, it's incredible to see, though, just, like, how the, the legacy that he has had has transitioned to this game, which will live on forever it feels like with that title and this year's highest rated player miles garrett member of the 99 club he was the first browns player ever to hit 99 he did it last season he started the year 98 got to 99 by the end of the year but now officially starting the year in the 99 club i mean he's the real deal i mean he is legit he's deserving of that number and guess what he gets in week one stormy <laughs> He His gets Baker Mayfield. Oh, my goodness. I can't wait to bet the Browns to win that game. I don't care who they have at quarterback. Really? Man, they are going to devastate Baker Mayfield. Oh, I took, before <laughs> before they uh, had their quarterback situation figured out, I took the Panthers plus three and a half as just my. Fate and Deshaun Watson yeah, being suspended. Exactly. The thing is just with Nick Chubb and Kareem That's my Hunt, only early, like, NFL game bet that I have. I or, loved it. Yeah, I just, Miles Garrett, they're, they're, they're going to have a good time on that particular Sunday. So his over-under sacks total 13 and a half, it looks like. And, I mean, he's coming off his fourth straight double-digit sack season at a career-high 16 last year. When you look at that 13 and a half, what's your gut tell you? See, a lot of this to me depends on Deshaun Watson. Because, like, when you when you think, when you're talking sack totals, a lot of times teams that have the lead and the other team is forced to throw the ball middle of the fourth to the end of the game, Miles gets a chance to get an extra sack every two games just because of the situation. I just think that Cleveland could really play this thing close to the best if they have to play Jacoby Brissett for six-plus games and know it. 
And so it would probably be a little more different scenario in some of those fourth quarters. So uh, I'm kind of in a, in a holding pattern just to see what happens at quarterback. But if Deshaun's available, they say he only gets a, a two- or four-game suspension, then I like Miles Garrett over the 13-and-a-half sacks. Yeah, I, I want to stick with the edge rushers, obviously, but because you brought up Deshaun Watson, do you have a, like a, an idea or just a gut feeling as to when this is finally going to come down, what his suspension will be? Because I, I, You would presume we'll know before training camp, and we'll definitely know before the first preseason game. I think the, uh, for once, the, the NFLPA is really pushing back, like it's really standing their ground. You know, I think the NFL has an idea of what they want to do, and, you know, again, these things are collectively bargained. So uh, we'll we'll find out what happens. It's it's a uh, I don't even know what to say about the situation. I just hope it, it we get some closure to it. You know, both on on both sides of the aisle. I I don't know what I'm waiting on pins and needles for more Deshaun Watson suspension to come down or to find out what's going to happen with Kevin Durant and Kyrie. We will save that for a little bit later. But okay, Miles Garrett. He was not the defensive player of the year this year. He is the favorite alongside T.J. Watt, who did win it last Mm -hmm. year. T.J. Watt's rating 96. His sack total over under right around that same 13 and a half, 13.75 is his listed number on this um, graphic here. Same same thought process? No, I think they get it because I think Pittsburgh upgraded at quarterback. And it's crazy to say that, but Ben Roethlisberger at the end of his career was terrible. He was a tree. Yeah, he was terrible. So I know Mitch Trubisky – you know, a lot of people thought he was terrible in Chicago. He wasn't terrible. They made the playoffs. He got a chance to learn under Josh Allen last year. So I think he brings that experience. And I'm not saying he's going to be elite, but I think he's an upgrade from where Ben Roethlisberger was in 2021. So I think because of that, with Chase Claypool, uh, Dion, you know, the other receiver, excellent tight end, Najee Harris at running back, I think Pittsburgh's going to be better on offense, which will push T.J in more situations to rush the quarterback later in game. So I actually like TJ to, to go over this total. You don't think Kenny Pickett's going to make a push? Stop it. <laughs> Come on. Kenny Pickett was good one year out of five. Is, if, it a, is this going back? COVID, is this about his hands? If COVID, no, because he didn't really fumble the ball in college. So, so that doesn't bother me. But if COVID didn't happen, Kenny Pickett goes undrafted. Like I always get worried about a kid that played five years in college and was only really good one year. Uh, it's an interesting situation. This this year's quarterback draft class it was, was bad. I it said was it was so bad. bad. I said I wouldn't draft any of them. And the Washington Commanders, in my opinion, got the best quarterback. I had Sam Howell rated number one. Really? Yeah. I liked Matt Corral the most of that class. He was my favorite. I think the Panthers got a good one moving forward. Yeah, see, I have some of those uh, evaluation packets. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't taking Matt Corral. All right. Well, as you look at the <laughs> – Whoa! Why? So what? Why? Uh, Matt Corral. I know. I just. I just. We'll talk off air. I wouldn't take a Matt Corral. <laughs> okay. Interesting. I am intrigued. Uh, we'll continue with the edge rushers talk though. As you look at the names ahead of you and the numbers associated with it, anything that stands out to you as a wager you would be interested. Well, in? there's two that are really fascinating. That's Khalil Mack and Chandler Jones. You know, Khalil Mack goes into a situation now where Joey Bosa is also on that defensive front. So he's going to get a lot of single coverage. Does he still have enough in the tank to go out and, and have a defensive MVP caliber season? Chandler Jones is now uh, paired with Max Crosby. Chandler's coming off of the injury. Where is he at You know, now? Is he fully healthy? Is he ready to get back to you know his elite pass rushing status? So those are two guys to kind of keep your eye on for potential defensive you know, MVP. You know, just because of who's on the other side on both of those defensive lines. I'm curious how Khalil Mack's going to come back from that Liz Frank injury. Right. Both of them coming off an injury. Yeah. Yeah. But But if they're healthy with Bosa and Crosby opposite, I mean, they're going to get some chances to go eat, as the big guy Warren Sapp would say. Well, and Mack had, I want to say it was six sacks in those first seven games of the season to get going before he got hurt. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, he's a six-time All-Star, but he was looking that caliber again on great pace and then goes down and... Everything changes. Yeah, and you think emotionally they're both rejuvenated. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you're Khalil Mack. You go from a Chicago Bears team that, you know, if it wasn't for the Lamb Falcons, in my opinion, would be the worst team in the NFL this year to a team with what a lot of people think is a top-five quarterback in Justin Herbert. You know, so uh, he's got to be feeling like, yeah. And I'm in L.A., mm-hmm. so I go from that Chicago winner to beautiful sunsets of Hollywood <laughs> Hills. <laughs> he's winning. I know we have to go to a break, but – 
at the NFL level, when you have injuries that are that significant, how hard is the mental side of coming back? Well, it kind of depends. It varies from player to player. Where are you at financially? Did this cost you your big contract? Do you already have a bunch of money in the bank? How motivated are you to still come back? But I think Khalil is a guy that's chasing legacy. So I think he he knows he needs to win a championship, needs to add statistically to what he's done, you know, if he wants to put one of those gold jackets on. So I think he'll be motivated. And those odds looked mm-hmm. pretty nice, too, as well, if he does come back this way. Um, this first hour of Follow the Money presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Get a 100% first deposit match bonus now with code 250. Match must be 21 or older. Offer not valid in all areas. Check out BetRivers.com for full offer details and rules. When we come back, we'll kick off hour two with some college football talk as Bill Bender joins us next. Don't go anywhere. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality potency and consistency scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality visit lazarusnaturals.com today lazarus naturals committed to improving your life as well as the world around you not available in idaho iowa or south dakota 